my mom was telling me about a situation and I was asking her, I was like, you know, how do people have everything and, you know, they don't seem to like, to like it or whatever. She was like, how many people you know have everything and appreciate it? And I was like, you know, you meet people in Kenya and it's like, you have a land, you have like 10 acres, this place. I go my whole life and not own a single piece of land. Land in every place in the world is value, is riches. It's, it's you know, <laughs> it's better than rich. You're wealthy. Rich is wealth and like land is wealth and so understanding that you have what other people work their whole life for yeah you're trying to get like this american dream like you're in kenya living trying to live an american dream when americans are trying to come to kenya and live a kenyan dream which is in some sense have a land have a house have family have peace retirement home retirement home like it's it's interesting. I don't think people don't appreciate it. I just think people sometimes need a um, a bit of a reminder of what they have. Yeah. Like like I said, I was talking to my um to my girlfriend the other day. It was like, just because you know, you know I love you, but saying I love you doesn't mean you don't know. It just means that sometimes people need a bit of you know reminder reminder yeah. that I do love. And I do care about you and so on and so forth. And sometimes people need that, but they need it from experiences. Sometimes people need to go to the States or go to somewhere that don't like them. And they're like, wow, Kenya's great. Like, all of my friends, they go to the UK, go to the States, study uni, comes back to Kenya. <laughs> it's like, before you was talking about, oh, Kenya's this and Kenya's that. You go into a place of people who do not like you, who don't want you there. You know what you want the most? To come back to Kenya. And to live a basic, average, not average, you do to live a good Kenyan life. Because you've now seen and you now appreciate what you have here. And sometimes, like, that's the best experience for some people. And unfortunately, some people don't get to live that out. Some people get to those places and they get stuck there. They have to live with that regret. But I think, I think Kenyans do appreciate a lot. I just think that... They, they don't see what they have. They don't see that other people want what they have also. Because personally, psh, Kenya, give me five acres up in Yanuki somewhere. I can wake up to Mount Kenya. I don't want nothing else. I, a house, wife, kids, a school. Man, what more do I want? But Kenya's like, I need to come to Nairobi. Then I need to go. And then go to the States. And then go to the UK. And then go to, like, what? It doesn't, it doesn't amount to anything. Like, they want what you have so just understand i am winning like literally i have the the goal at the end of the day i was born with it i'm you know i'm in kenya i'm in africa people talk about africa all over the world africa this africa that black people always talk about africa you're born in africa <laughs> you're african how many people can say they're african yeah like really like i'm a hebrew israelite I can't tell you my family's history. I can probably tell you like my great grandma. You guys, man, you guys can go like five, six, seven, eight, nine generations back and say my grandma went here, then they went there, and then they went there. How many people have that kind of history? So appreciate that you have land, history, culture, language. Like these are these are things that people go their whole lives not even knowing. And you was just like born into it, just la di da di da, and like. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Like, I'm not saying like you, you're so ungrateful. I'm just saying like, maybe take a look around and realize like, oh man, 
it can be way worse and it's not and so that's good so i appreciate that and like uh it, it it makes sense to want more i just think that wanting more shouldn't come at the expense of giving up what you have yeah does that like you know we're just talking about being present does that come in with just being present and instead of looking to the future yeah it's cool to look like ahead you know mm-hmm. like 10 10 years five yeah. years ahead also like the power of just being present whether it's in chaos or whether it's in peace because i'm pretty sure there's somebody who right now in israel is just like you know what i'm just gonna be present man like yeah i'm just not gonna figure try to figure out where i'm gonna be tomorrow because most likely i might not even be here or yeah. i may be here whichever but i'd i'd rather just stay here and be present here for today mm-hmm. yeah I think the, the thing about being present, it goes into a, a, a quote my friend told me, like I was telling you, like months ago. He told me that some people shoot for the stars and aim for the moon. You know, you've heard that so many times. And he was like, there's a very subcategory of people that they're going for the galaxy far away. Not the star, not the moon. They're going for the galaxy far away. And that's driving for the future. And he said that the way you be happy on that journey is sometimes you look back and see how far you've come from earth and that's something that changed my whole <laughs> my whole life my whole dynamic because i'm like okay some people go for that galaxy far away and so sometimes you need to look back and see how far you've come from earth and understand that yeah this is a journey and this is a journey you come far from and you're like look back at your life how far have you come you did this and you did that and I was like yeah I have done that and he was like yeah he was like we get that you're going way far out the place that most people won't ever go to the place that people don't think exists the people that think that people are scared to go to it's like you're going there voluntarily you're doing it he was like sometimes in order to be happy with who you are right now you have to look back and see like wow I've come far and so I think that's like being present in a moment it's understanding like wow the sky is beautiful today yeah, I'm so still worried about the future. I'm still, you know, trying to make it happen. I'm still on this podcast doing stuff. And I, that's like helping my future, helping me be better at speaking publicly and speaking to people I don't know. Yet, the sky is beautiful. I'm feeling good today. My shoulder hurt. Yeah, I'm still alive, though. You know? So, like, being present isn't, you know, I don't think it's all kumbaya, we are the world. I just think it's appreciating the little things in life that if they weren't there, it could be just a little bit worse and too many things that are a little bit worse becomes a lot that's a lot worse (laughs) so understanding that it's the small things in life that have the biggest impact and yeah that that's changed my whole mode of being completely Vivian had moments when you felt like you were just either in the past or in the future and you're just not in the present I have moments like that a lot especially I, I work alone and I work in my office and so it's like 9 o'clock at night <laughs> staring at my computer screen I could do a load of work to do and I'm just like what does it even matter what am I doing with my life <laughs> like I I have this um, I have this thing I like to go through in my head I'm just like okay what do I need to do to feel better in this moment? 
trying to play a video game. Like, what do I need to do? And nine times out of ten, man, it's just talking to someone who understands that journey you're on. And it would just, like, they're not even telling you, like, the motivational speech. They're just having a regular conversation with you. And it, take, and it distracts your mind from, you know, your mind is your biggest enemy sometimes. I think that's, like, the same thing with working out. You get to a point in your workout where your mind starts to lie to you. You don't need you don't need to do one more set. You don't need to play that weight. Ah, it's too heavy. Come on, man. Like put get, get the smaller weight. Come on. And like at a point you have to just ignore yourself. Cause like you know it's a facade. You know it's a lie. You know it's a finesse. It's a ruse. And so you just have to Alright. You trying to lie to me because you want me to be a bum. And I'm not a bum. I'm not a broke boy. And so <laughs> I need to get this stuff done. So you be quiet and I'm gonna like this. And my go to is like some old school Sade. Like real like old school, old school. Not like two thousands, like eighties, nineties, sixties. Music was just blissful. <clears throat> and then Yeah, that, that puts me in such a uh the right state of mind to be in. And I can get endless amount of work done. And it just came from me understanding I'm not where I wanna be. But I'm working for it and I'm working towards it. And that that's where happiness is found in the pursuit of something meaningful. And that's like the quote I live by. I'm always in pursuit of something meaningful. Everything that I do from the time I wake up to go to sleep is in a pursuit of something meaningful. And something meaningful, I think that's something that everybody can anybody can also they can relate to. Because what's meaningful to me is not what's meaningful to you. That's true. Yet, it doesn't mean mine is more meaningful than yours. What you deem as meaningful can be taking care of your mom, taking care of your sister. What's meaningful to me may be changing the world. Yet, your sister and your mom could be your whole world. And so, just that, I don't know, it has such an a enormous effect on you, your surroundings, your sister and your mom. Because you're like, yeah, man, Moses take care of us. Like... Moses is that guy who does everything, you know, to take care of his family. And so that has a ripple effect into the universe. And I believe that. So, yeah, that's that's how I stay present most days. I stay present by just, you know, being in control of my mind to some degree. How do we create a balance between... Cause it's, 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 I, I try... So one, one of the things that... I think I've also been vocal about in this point guys, that I suffer from ADHD and that mm-hmm. means my brain is always like my thoughts are always spiraling around and, and, and uh, all of that and they teach you how to just stay you know meditate and stuff like that it's so hard for people with ADHD to meditate by the way because mm-hmm. your mind is always just rushing and rushing and rushing but you have techniques that can help you stay present but most of the time you find that most people avoid the present and try to look into the future or into the past traumas and stuff like that there's people who project to the future like you know i'm gonna run a business and stuff like that but how do i create a balance between i gotta stay in the present but i also need to look at the future like let's forget the past you know you don't want to look back the things you did things that went wrong but you also want to look to the future and see things the way you'd want them to be like i want to buy a car i want to get married it's okay to look into the future but how do i just balance between I'm here now, but I also want to get there. I think understanding that your present and your future are simultaneously linked, which sounds like common sense, but the way I think about it is you are a collection of your present, 
your past and your future. Mm -hmm. So that collection of your present, your past and your future. So working on yourself in the present is working on yourself in the future. I want to be a good husband in the future. What does a good husband do? He takes care of his, his, his mom, takes care of his sister right now so then he can take care of his wife. And so the best thing I can do for my future self is be a good brother because I'm a good brother is a good husband. And so I understand that being in the future or being, you know, worrying about the future is just, I should just prepare myself for the present or be the best version of myself in the present. And I think the best way to do that to some degree for me at least is, well, I do things to make my present self better. You know, I have good habits, you know, and habits make up who you are. I wake up, I read, I work out, I meditate, I journal, do all of these weird things that I didn't do before. And I've realized that I'm much more happier in the present than I was. Like you said before, I, what I used to do and the reason I needed that talk from my brother was I just be tired. 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night, I'm just, I gotta get more work done. So I'd like tap into this past, you know, hurt or this past trauma, like to people call it. I don't like trauma, but I tap into that feeling of just like emptiness and it would drive me. And it's a great drive, trust me. Oh, it fired me up. But I, I didn't like myself. I didn't like what I was like. I didn't, I didn't enjoy what I was doing in the moment. I was just, I was just there. I was doing it because I needed to do it and I lost my passion for it. And it was when I decided I'm going to enjoy this. It's like when I'm when I'm uh, designing the clothing for, you know, people, women, children, adults, I'm just like, wow, I can imagine the feeling of people walking around with that. Not even knowing it's mine. Like I have this fantasy I had to go through. So I'm walking down the street and I will be somewhere. And I see somebody with Ascension wear on. <laughs> like they don't know me they don't know I, I own that brand but they're wearing a century wear. like, yeah. it can be it can be the guy under my tattoo I don't care it, it doesn't need to be the president I don't need it to I just need to see that my what my work has done has had some sort of impact on somebody in a good way and just the thought of that is cool to me <laughs> like and the fact that my sisters are excited and like I remind myself who I'm doing it for I think that's one of the most important ways to stay present. I don't think you should do anything that doesn't have a positive impact on either yourself or the people around you. And I think reminding yourself occasionally why you do what you do is the best way to stay present. Because there'll be that there'll be times where you're thinking, "Why am I doing this? I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. I want to go home. I wanna go to my girlfriend's house. Have some food. Do crazy stuff. So I want to do." And you have to remind yourself, like, but, but who's going to do this for your sister? Who's going to do this for your mom? Who's going to do this for your wife? You have to do it. And so you remind yourself why you do what you do. And that's the best way to stay present, to stay focused, and to stay consistent in what you're doing because it's bigger than you. And, after, and if that reason isn't good enough, you shouldn't be doing what you're doing because it doesn't have that kind of impact on you where you can sacrifice sleep time and everything else you want to do parties birthday sacrifice it sacrifice it because the outcome is generational it's changing generations mm -hmm. i think whatever you're doing should have that big of an impact 
And like Like I said Choose what that is for you man Can't nobody tell you What that is for you What told you be Bill Gates You Some people don't care About money that much Some people just like That's not That's not the, That's not That's not gonna have As big of an impact As what else What something else I could do Which might not be A billion dollar uh, Idea But Whatever that is for you It's your obligation To yourself To your family But more importantly To the world For you to do it 